Hello, everybody. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Good morning. Sunday. Good morning. We're from the CC and JT Amateur Hour again. We're doing mm -hmm. another video test because from the video test that we did yesterday, we've gotten over 500 views already, and it's like... <laughs> so over there is CC. And over there is JT. And you see we are wearing hats because we are... It's Sunday morning. We're relaxing with our coffee and... and we're mourning our cubs. Uh, that got yes. eliminated on day on game one sixty one of the of the season. There's one hundred sixty two games. Today's the last day of the regular season, and as uh, I was moaning and groaning yesterday, it's so much easier to get eliminated in June than it is on game one sixty one. Oh my God! But we're true blue Cup fans. We're true blue we Cubs fans. Blue. So we go Cubs. Wait till next year. We're gonna yes. be we're gonna be great next year. Go Cubs, go. Go Cubs, go. So yay. Um, so, uh, we did the video test yesterday, and, uh, like I said, 500 views. Wow. That was a lot. That was a Overnight. lot. Overnight. So, so, what'd you think? So, what did you think of the, uh, the, of the test? I thought it was a fun experience. I thought it was cool. So, we're gonna give that, we're gonna give it another try today, and we're actually doing a real podcast today. Yesterday was the video test. I called this the second video test, but we're gonna go ahead and, uh... We're going to do the, uh, uh, the the real podcast, the regular podcast. If you're new to our experience, what this is, is this is a podcast, a weekly podcast by two people of a certain age, obviously. Obviously. Um, and those people of a certain age are writers, or we try to be. Yes. We're not obviously great writers, but we're writers, independent writers, self-published writers. And so along the way, we've, uh, we've learned a few things about the writing biz. Now, if we could only pull it all together to, like, <laughs> make the money, but that's not happening. So, but in the meantime, go out to our website at www.carsonhuma.com and you'll see um, over 130 podcasts on the writing business. Yes. And we're, we're just trying out the video thing because we're expanding our reach because Twitter... Yes, and the... Videos actually seem to really engage people a lot more than just listening. I'm sure some people, some podcasts get a lot of listeners, but ours haven't. So we're just trying to get it out a little bit more to see if anybody might really be interested in it. And we'll see what happens from here. So head out to our website. You'll learn more about us. You'll see our social media links. We're expanding our social media, obviously, to TikTok, obviously, to YouTube. Uh, we're also out, uh, I'm out on uh, Blue Sky. And uh, we're going to be just trying out all these social medias. But um, anything else we want to chat about before we get to the main guest of this? I can't think of anything. We did cover a little bit about our day yesterday. So if you want to hear about what we did, it was a... A very interesting Saturday that we had. I did post pictures of it on my Instagram. So uh, you can look at yesterday's video test, like 500 something other people did, and see what exactly we were up to yesterday. We did a, a 5K. We're doing another virtual walk. We did a, a local festival, music yep. and mural festival. So all that information is in yesterday's video yep. if you want to check that out. Yeah, we, uh, Carson City has gotten undergone amorphosis over the last five or ten years. Uh, downtown used to be dead. Used to have like a four-lane highway down the middle of it because we didn't have the freeway bypass. But uh, what's happened is, is over the last five or ten years, it's gone through a metamorphosis that, you know, even Cynical Me was surprised by how much it's, it's uh, transformed. Uh, it's really become a go-to place, and the festival yesterday is just a, a one way, one more way of doing it. So yes, cool on Carson City for that kind of vision. So that was pretty neat. 
And if you're on the West Coast, if you're in Eastern California, it's really a quick trip over the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It could be a snowy winter. We're already seeing some snow up in the higher parts of the mountains. But, you know, pop over, check out the new murals. I'm going to do my little Carson City tourism spiel here. There's a lot of fun stuff to see. We got a railroad museum, a state museum, and all that good stuff. So come and visit Carson City. Come on, visit a Carson City. Uh, so, um, so let's dig into what we're going to talk about in this podcast, in this podcast, and in this video cast. I guess, it, what is it called? A video cast? A vlog? Well, vlog, I don't vlog. know. I don't know the difference. We'll have to talk about that in the future. Yeah. We well, need to obvi- research It's obviously it. a TikTok because it's going to go up on TikTok, but right. it's also going to go up on YouTube. And there go my hands again. <laughs> See, you're always talking to me, but I'm behaving myself. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that, folks. We're European. Big hands. Okay. Anyway. Uh, JT is 6'5", so it's proportional. She's sitting on a pillow. I am sitting on... <laughs> he's a foot taller than I am. <laughs> Yes, I am the little girl. My feet are dangling. <laughs> we had, we do these things mostly to amuse ourselves and drink coffee. Co- drink coffee. We drink a lot of coffee. The funny thing is that if you look at some of our selfies, they're interesting in that we are a foot apart in height. So some of the angles that our selfies are done at, if you want to look at our Instagram, it you'll get a laugh. <laughs> there is a little bit of a height disparity. Okay. Uh, also, also, when we got married, you were six one, I think, and no, maybe I was six two or three, but still. No, I think you were six one, maybe six two. I was five six, so we were closer in height, but he kept growing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, enough of that. Yeah, grandparents are weird, aren't they? Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, what we're going to talk about now? And there go my hands again. Just mm-hmm. deal with it. What we're going to talk about now? Your hands are so warm. It was my coffee. Oh, okay. Uh, what we're going to talk about now is... Um, now. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't help yourself, can you? Here, let me uh, help you. Oh, uh, not... Okay, try, we're try cuddling to now. Keep your hands off the... the, the, the... Ah, 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 I'm holding your hand. See? Holding the hand. Hand. She's holding <laughs> my hand. Um, now I've lost complete track. We're talking Prep-tober. about... October. Preptober. Preptober. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Preptober. And uh, what it is, is uh, both of us are successful NaNoWriMo folks. And uh, if you're a writer of any sort, then NaNoWriMo is uh, is something you know quite well. It is... NaNoWriMo stands for... National Novel Writing Month. What happens is, is in the 30 days of, of November, you have 30 days to write down 50,000 words of something. Something. Anything. And that adds up to about 1,600 words a day, which is really doable for most people, even busy people. You can write a few hundred words at a sitting throughout the course of the day. Some people will take a break. You used to do it on your lunch when you were working a day job. The, um, so it's something that you, you can do. November can be challenging because we do have... For many people, the Thanksgiving holiday and, you know, the preparation for the Christmas holidays. So in my case, the Thanksgiving weekend is usually taken up by turning the house into uh, the Christmas extravaganza. And I'm sure there are many other people that way, Black Friday sales and things like that. So there are a lot of distractions in November, which makes it an interesting and a challenging time to do National Novel Writing Month. And there's, of course, the fact that uh, most of us have full-time day jobs, like, you know, someone over here. Yes. 
Um, I'm going to tell a very quick story about NaNoWriMo when I was working a full-time day job. It's like um, when I, I've, I've uh, what I would be doing is I'd be doing my 1,600 words, but then, of course, there's days when you just can't do that many because mm-hmm. you're just tired and everything. So I hope none of my former bosses are watching this, but I would take a sick day at the end of November to do catch-ups. And it, if they were to look at my sick leave forms over, you know, over the span <laughs> of the, excuse me, over the span I was doing NaNoWriMo, you would see a sick day at the end of November almost every single year. And that was because I was writing like three, four, five, six thousand words in a day to sort of catch up. But uh, yeah, so yay. So, but uh, a lot of my NaNoWriMo books ended up as uh, Gesundheit. Excuse me. Uh, ended up on, uh, ended up in my library, in my yes. Amazon library, which is also on our website at www.carsonhume.com. Um, so, Preptober is what this is about. It's exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like getting ready for NaNoWriMo. Now, the let's be candid about NaNoWriMo and about the 50,000 words. Mm-hmm. The bar is low. Yes. The bar is low. It could be 50,000 words about anything. And folks, you know, it. there's no judgment here. Right. You know, there. I'm sure there's going to be people out there that are anal about it that says, hey, you can't start NaNoWriMo until November 1st and you can't count those words and, you know, stuff like that. Midnight. People start at 12.01 on November yeah. 1st. There are the purists that will stay awake or wake up. 12.01, they're mm-hmm. online, they're writing. And part of the, the experience is actually being accountable, having those specific days that you set aside for writing. But the other part is that you're working with other people you know other people are doing it, and it helps to kind of uh, motivate you thinking about the other people that are in the same boat. But uh, what, what we're basically, what we're trying to say, though, is um, some people put a lot of pressure on themselves during the month of November. A lot of self-pressure, a lot of push on themselves. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I, like I said, I took, I was taking sick days to finish down a remove. That gives you kind of a clue there. Uh, but what, what we're trying to say is it's, it, it shouldn't involve your life. It shouldn't take over your life. No. Relax, take breaths. And like I said, there are a lot of other things going on in November. We talk about the normal, you know, the generic holidays that a lot of people celebrate. But there are probably a lot of other holidays going on that we aren't familiar with. There are... People just like to kind of curl up with a good book and a hot cup of coffee at this time of year because of the weather, and there can be a lot of distractions. So it's a good way to try to keep yourself into a routine, even though those distractions are trying to pull you away. Yeah, but take it easy on yourself. Definitely take Definitely, it easy. Yeah, there is, you know, CC is right. There's just so much going on in the month of November. Actually, there's so much going on every day of our lives. Right. But, you know, don't add that added pressure. Don't feel like, absolutely, you've got to, you know, shove out those 50,000 words like the, you know, or, or else. Well, there is no else, you know. Just take it easy on yourselves. Since we're being candid here, I will say that there have been years where it has been close to midnight on November 30th, and I just wasn't quite there. I was maybe a few hundred words off, and I copied and pasted mm-hmm. instead of writing new words just to get the word count to 50k to get the certificate so you know it's all like you said it's all the pressure that you're putting on yourself um you know i'm sure a lot of people have other ways of cheating the system 
but it's it's all in good fun too. Yeah, it's, it's supposed mainly, to be fun. It's supposed to be it is supposed fun to experience. Be fun. It's supposed to be it is supposed to be a, you know not to sound so formal, and make it a highfalutin or anything, but Nanorimo is supposed to be a journey of self discovery more than anything mm-hmm. else. Because what you want to be able to see is, hey, can I put fifty thousand words or thirty thousand words or forty thousand words or sixty thousand words on a, yep. into a document in thirty days? It's it's supposed to leave you with a feeling of accomplishment, a feeling right. like you succeeded doing something and if you only do 25,000 words so what that's 25,000 words you didn't have before that's the point right it's a journey of discovery and accomplishment and if you do make that you know 20,000 25,000 good job right you've won NaNoWriMo so the the main topic that we are discussing today we're leading into Preptober which is the preparation for November and a lot of people have various different ways of handling the preparation. Some people will sit down, they block out a calendar, they will know specific characters that they're writing about on specific days. They have a complete outline of their story. They work throughout October to make November go as quickly and as smoothly as possible. And I say kudos to those people. My idea of doing Preptober is, hey, November's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have an idea. I might do a little research. I get to go down those research rabbit holes. And then uh, dive in. November 1st, you just dive in. Dive in. I yeah, really, the- really do admire. I've watched a lot of people who discuss about doing a serious Preptober. And there are people who do accountability groups where you can sit down and you can talk to each other about your preparations and I really do admire those people, but that's just not my personal mm-hmm. way of doing this. Yeah, we're going to talk about really quick here the, the two concepts of writing. And there's um, there's obviously more, but, you know, there's the pantser and the plotters. And CC is more of a plotter, and I'm more of a pantser, though I think, honestly, I think we're more hybrid. We're kind of like in the middle of those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, for Preptober, um, if you, uh, whatever meets your stress level, low stress level if you're a pantser or a plotter this is a good time to you know think about that concept at that time um i'm probably going to be more of a plotter this time for plot for pants uh, for nanoremo <laughs> because i'm going to be doing the third maggie book uh for my nanoremo and uh the sheriff books uh which is out on the website of course yeah are my most successful books such as it is and uh <laughs> I'll be doing the third book in that series. I don't know if it's going to be the end of the series, but I'll be doing the third book of that. And the problem with doing the third book, a sequel, is that um, you're kind of boxed in with when you're doing a sequel. You're boxed in because the the, the unless you're doing something completely radical, uh, your character's already defined, your landscape is already defined, uh, where you are, who you are, all of those things are already defined. So you've already sort of painted yourself into a box or a circle or orb, uh, <laughs> a sphere. Globe. A sphere. And uh, you have to work within that universe, of course, unless you do something radical like, you, you know, you have a traveling troubadour and they go from place to place, 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 place. But in this case, with the third Magby book, I'm stuck in eastern Nevada in a small county in eastern Nevada and I have to work within that area so i'm sort of stuck with doing the plotting thing and i'm not a plotter i'm a pantser so that's where i'm going to be going now for your nanoremo are you going to be pantsing or plotting i'm smoothing smoothing. honestly i have the story mapped out i have half of the book written 
I'm trying to finish the darn book at this point. I did finish a first draft of it, which JT read, that um, I'm kind of filling in the plot holes and trying to smooth things out and make it follow along more with what I had originally intended the story to be. So I am looking at potentially, um, you know, 1600 words a day of editing or maybe adding 1600 words to get to the end of the book. So I'm going to be doing the finessing a little bit on the second draft of my book. And that's also a valid way to handle this because a lot of people may not have something new to work on right now. You can work on something. I mean, technically, I don't know if it's changed, but you were supposed to start on something brand new. I don't think that really needs to be the case. If yep. you want to add, you could add 50,000 words to whatever you're writing right now. Just mm -hmm. keep going and going and going and then go back and cut what you need to. Yep. So you can do that also. Yep. And I, again, that goes back to our theme of saying that, you know, you, yep. you really, you really um, have to do what you got to do to relieve the pressure off yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, NaNoWriMo is not supposed to make your life worse. No. It's, it's supposed to give you a journey towards self-accomplishment. So it's supposed to be an act, act of positive. And I don't think you've done this, but in the past, I have actually gone to the in-person write-ins. Mm -hmm. So you will have local uh, people who will volunteer to be kind of a group leader. Mm -hmm. And you will meet up at a coffee shop or something, and a handful of people will sit down for a couple hours maybe. You set a timer, and you see how many words you can write. And that could be a lot of fun because it can be a distraction, but definitely it's also a chance to talk to other writers, especially if you're at a point where you're stuck and you really don't know which direction to go. You can have a chat with them in person because it's fun to do it virtually too. A lot of people are doing virtual write-ins at this point. It's become a huge thing, but the in-person ones are even more fun because you get out of your normal headspace. You can talk to some other people. You're all working together, and it really is very inspirational. So that's another way that you can handle National Novel Writing Month. But that's also something you can do during Preptober. You can sit down, and if you have some ideas, but you're not quite sure where to go with them. Uh, JT and I do this all the time. We kind of bounce each ideas off of each other. You know, will this work? Do you think, you know, I have read his books. He'll say, well, do you think Maggie might have done this? Uh, oh, I don't know. That's kind of out of character, don't you think? Why would, you know, what would have happened to make her do that? And that can be another way to approach the preparation. Yep, absolutely. So we've given what we've done here um, is, is we've given you some ideas how to do uh, get ready for Preptober. And we've also given you some ideas on how to do to NaNoWriMo. Remember, good feelings, positive feelings, a feeling of accomplishment. Doesn't matter the word limit or the word count. Just, you know, get out there and get going to it. Um... Anything else we want to talk about real quick? Well, there is one thing I can throw in there, especially we talked about having a day job. There are also parents out there adding, you know, you might have a day job and kids, which adds an extra level of stress to this, but include the kids in your writing process. Sit them down with a piece of paper, um, you know, have them at a laptop next to you. A lot of kids have iPads and things like that. Have them write their own little stories while you're working. Mm-hmm. And that way, they're a little bit distracted. They're having fun. I did this kind of thing when our kids were little. And at least one of our kids, actually two of our kids, write pretty mm -hmm. frequently. Our youngest, as we've mentioned, is a multi-multi-published author. She's got probably more than 100 books out there now. So yeah. if you include the kids in the process, it's a good learning experience for them. And it helps relieve your stress levels. 
Yeah, but then again, they could grow up as weird as us. So, you know, don't let your kids well, grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> or writers. <laughs> or writers. <laughs> okay. Anyway, thanks for watching. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, you know, put this out there to the world and you have a look. If you have any suggestions on what you'd like to hear us talk about or see us talk about, obviously, or anything like that, uh, we are happy to go through, do anything. We take any suggestions, comments. Uh, just be kind. You know, always right. be kind because uh, kindness rules. Kindness is free. Kindness takes nothing but, uh, you know, the simplest of things. And uh, we would appreciate it. Um, uh, anything else? Well, as we do these videos, you may see that our backgrounds are changing. We're testing out different places. This is our what we're currently calling our den. Mm -hmm. It used to be my office, but now we have a joint office. So we have a lot of rooms in the house, and we may be trying a lot of them as backgrounds for this. Yeah. So, I mean, if nothing else, tune in and see where we're sitting next time. Yeah, upstairs, downstairs. We've got lots of places yes. to go. Big house for two people. Okay, sitting over here is CC. And over here is JT. Thank you very much for watching, and uh, we look forward to your kind comments, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.